All right, everybody, what's going on? It's Friday afternoon here on Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man. Before we get started, for everybody that's listening on the podcast, everybody that's watching on YouTube, give me just a couple of minutes. Hey, um, tomorrow, this is Friday, tomorrow, Saturday, 12 to 2 p.m., we will be at iThrive MD in Mission Valley for a two-hour window of an IV lounge. Now, when you call, all you have to do is use the promo code BROWNER, and you're going to save 40%. Now, wouldn't that sound good? Like, cause I know a lot of guys have come on, you know, a weekday and they've paid full price. This is 40% off on a Saturday. And I've already seen a lot of people on social media say, finally, thankfully a Saturday. I thrive MD 858-240-1497, 858-240-1497, 12 PM to 2 PM in Mission Valley. They are serving mimosas. So come get hydrated, come take in all that nutrition and save 40% when you use the promo code Browner. I'll see you guys down there tomorrow afternoon. Okay, let me talk about uh, Ride One Up e-bikes. Guys, I love Daniel Urbino, the CEO, because I love a guy who is a listener to the show who then becomes an advertising partner. Here's what he says to me. He said, um, the, the promo code great friends, let's keep it intact, but let's start doing bundle packages. For a limited time, when you buy two of the limited or the core five models, we're going to discount it another $150 when you buy them in Paris. Because thing is you buy one of these e-bikes and you have a wife or a girlfriend you're you're going to be screwed you need two of them at least i'm telling you um the premium limited model is already 200 off the retail price through the current ride one up spring sale and take another 150 dollars off the purchase of two makes it an even better deal um this is only for the two models so i'm telling you like my girlfriend and i we we have two e-bikes because we're i'm not going to go without her my buddy Blair, who got me into it, him and his wife have an e-bike. My buddy Devin and his wife, they, they have e-bikes. You got to have two of them. So um, that is a really great offer. And I love that Daniel is so proactive. You know, I, I really do. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, this Saturday, we're going to iThrive. Next Saturday, I'm going to tell you how you can come hang out with us and demo all of these bikes. Okay. Um, lastly, let me mention our people at Tory Holistics because it's Friday afternoon and we're getting to the end of the month. And you only have a certain amount of time left. What's today's date? The 29th. You only have like, what is it? A day or two? Uh, is Monday the 2nd? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Bottom line is this. The month is going to end and we're going to have a new promo code. Right now, you still save 20% at Tory Holistics when you use the promo code 420. F-O-U-R and spell out the word 20. So whether you're buying online for delivery for the weekend or you're going into the shop, use the promo code 420. You'll save 20%. Okay. Listen, we got a great show. It's a shortened show because it's a football Friday and the draft is dominating the news anyway. So let's get into it. Here we go. Hey, great friends. What's going on? Today is Friday, April 29th, 2022. What is cooking? It's Kaplan and crew. It's Friday. Along with Grande and the Brown yeah, Man. Yeah. I must tell you guys, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I need this weekend. I want this weekend. Um, my Friday will not end uh, early enough, I will admit. Although, I got to say, I'm contemplating, contemplating, not 100% committed to, but giving consideration to at least. You ready for this, Browner? Dave Chappelle tonight at the Hollywood Bowl, because I'm already going to be in L.A. for the Rams draft house. I'm doing a broadcast with ESPN with the Rams. So I'm thinking I may go from the Rams draft house and check out Dave Chappelle. And then, then after I see Dave Chappelle on Friday night, possibly, and I see you tomorrow night, Browner at Grand Comedy Club, 
in Escondido, then I can do a comparison. Who do I like? I was better? about to say, then then you can compare. Who's better? Who had a better night? Me or him? Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend go to the, the I had a friend go to the show last night, Scott, and it was um Pete Davidson did something. Anderson Pack did a set. Mm-hmm. Erica Badu did a set, and nice. then they came on stage. No, 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 no. I'm talking like music. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, you Pete said Pete Davidson did, a set did comedy. All these comedies. Anderson, Anderson Pack did music. Badu did music, and then Chappelle came on. Now that's and a show. She, I didn't was, know who Anderson she Pack was. was. <gasps> He's the guy from Oxnard. He performed at the halftime show. He was the drummer next to Eminem for the halftime show. Part of so Silk Sonic music. with Bruno Mars. But does, is he a drummer? He's a he's an musician. artist. Is he the guy that was with Bruno Mars at the Grammys or the Yes. Oh, yes. the guy with the long hair uh wig thing? Yes. I like him. He, I like I don't know what he does, but I like him. He's great. Okay. He's from Oxnard. Oh, really? He he uh, yeah, he has an album called Oxnard. Um <laughs> they don't they don't allow phones at this shows. So she didn't have any like content from it, but her her comment on Instagram was like rave review of the show really really now, i can tell i don't you know right if that's now, the same if, show tonight if scott goes to this show mm-hmm. and the same act happens he will not know who erica about he won't know a lot of erica badu's music oh i love erica badu okay give me two songs i don't know if i can give you two but i can give you well i and if i could just get the one like it's not coming <laughs> like no no i have it though i have it it's it's in here browner i like erica badu mm-hmm. um i just have to think of the song that I know like every word to call Tyrone. Let me call all Tyrone. Is that it? <laughs> yes. Uh, but, there's, but there's another one. There's another Erica Badu song. Bag it's Lady. Not, what, what, what is it? You probably know Bag Lady. I don't think, I don't know. If you, how's Bag Lady go? Uh, Bag Lady, you better get your stuff. Uh, I can't remember all the words. Oh, really? Give me two. You give me two. Uh, uh, orange moon, oh, mama's right. gun, right? Like, right. Orange a... moon. yeah, <laughs> yeah, mama's gun, yeah, it's one of my faves, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I, I know some you. of Erica Badu stuff, but I mean, how long is she gonna play 20 30 minutes? I'll be like, yo, that's 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 bomb. All you need if at, at a show like that, because I love what he's doing, he's not just running a bunch of comics up. I love it if it's if it's Anderson Peck gives you 20 minutes. Eric mm-hmm. Badu gives you 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would even put Pete Davidson out there, but he can either. give you 10 minutes. And then David Chappelle couldn't finish the rest. Because he's famous right now. Because yeah, he's hot right now and he's in town. Probably yeah, staying right. up with the Kardashian, the Kardashian complex. Bump. The Kardashian yeah. bump. Yeah. I don't know. That if, is exactly what I, I'll think. tell you right now. Um, that's not the show I wanted to go see. I mean, really, I thought I was going to walk in, see somebody warm up the crowd for 15 minutes, and Chappelle was going to come on and do an hour. And that's the show I wanted to see. This show sounds really long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This show yeah, sounds yeah. way too long for me. It's a two-hour night for you. No, nah, it's that? much longer than that. Minimum. Yeah, Minimum. But that's what I'm saying. That. It sounds like a three. I mean, dude, I'm not exactly yeah. rushing to go from the Rams draft house, you know, which is, you know, over to the Hollywood Bowl, which is right there pretty much. I mean, it's like. You probably see it from away. where you're at. Yeah. It's not that far away. But I, on the other hand, I really want to just get back down to San Diego, have a good night's sleep. Get up tomorrow morning. I got to try and exercise early tomorrow morning. That's my goal. Get up and try and get some ex- like quality exercise done early. You know? 
like not like wake up and sit in bed and drink coffee and you know play on Instagram and then go for a walk. I'm talking about like waking up and having a goal of like, let's get out on the road and let's be out running so we can get a good six, eight, 10. Maybe I'll do a 40 mile run. No, I'm not. Maybe I can do like a three mile run. 40, yeah, 40, 40, what? 40 no. steps? No. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> 4,000 steps? Maybe, maybe like a three. I got to get, I got to get in some big exercise tomorrow for you real. You said something, you said something that I, that, that catches my attention. Cause now I'm asking a lot of people, there's personal people who I know. Mm-hmm. When you first wake up, if you're alone, how long do you spend on your phone? Cause a well, lot of people that I know that I've asked this question, the second they wake up, if they're by themselves, they're on their phone for 20 to 30 minutes before they do anything. And to me, that is detrimental to your energy in the morning. Gosh, you're so right. And I, and guilty as charged. Oh, oh, you're so right. I had to stop. I had to stop doing it. I had right. my phones in another room. Okay, I'm gonna give you my morning routine alone, and if I'm in bed with with Rachel, and then I want to hear your guys's alone versus with. Well, Browner, you probably won't share anything, but anyway, it depends on how many I wake up with, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, alone. How many what? <laughs> yeah. That's the, key, that's the key question. That's the key question, brother. <laughs> the devil's in the details. Yeah, it is. Yep. I like how you take little tiny pokes, Alex, that you and I both know what you're talking about, and everybody else can just guess. All right. I don't even know what you're talking about. All right. When I'm when I okay, in the morning. You ready, Browner? I wake mm-hmm. up. I wake up. And I usually between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Cited two email accounts. I'm two email accounts. I'm probably on my phone a good 20 to 30 minutes between between being in bed Mm -hmm. and frankly, if I'm being honest, kind of sitting on the can. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know? Well, if you're on the toilet, I'm okay with that. Because oh, that's not not gonna zap your energy for no, because that's business. You're just sitting there, you're you're concentrating (laughs) on you know, removing the junk, but after that, like if you're yeah. in bed, like physically in bed, what All like right. one of the things right. that I found I can think clearer if I mm-hmm. don't cloud my mind with that stuff in the morning. All right. All right. Now, Rachel and I, you know, we have long weeks. I'll I, Listen, everybody who, who's watching and listening has long weeks. I mean, shout out to everybody out there who's working their asses off Work all us. week, you know, for real. Um, I mean, look, we've been working our asses off. And I say not we, I don't mean the three of us. I mean, we America, we people. For, I mean, in the last two years, there's been so much craziness. And now, just when the world is like coming back to life, if you will, look what's going on in the in the world. Like there's this war going on now. Then the economy is going crazy. I mean, did you guys, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Amazon was down like 12% today. Amazon, like the greatest company on the planet, really. You know? Netflix, Netflix has layoffs. Like- Stock market is just getting just, so. so here's my point. Well, it's fake. Yeah, it's not real money. Hmm. not real to people it'll be back tomorrow. i mean netflix laying people off that's real. that's real yeah but the yeah. stock market being down today amazon back up tomorrow yeah. or back up monday right. yeah, yeah but, right. no but dude it's, it's an all-time low gonna go back to an all-time high yeah it will <laughs> no no you're right you're right it will it will it, it won't be tomorrow and it won't be next week and it may be two years but it will go back you're right mm-hmm. um it drops fast and it takes a long time to go back up Sometimes it goes up real fast and then it drops. Right. Maybe maybe Elon should buy it right now that it's so low. Good idea. Good idea. Get the stock price up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, a lot of times on the weekends, we're working hard during the week and we'll get up and we'll just kind of lounge and ba- go get make coffee, bring coffee back up to the bedroom. 
And next thing you know, we're like both just sitting there. She's on her Insta, I'm on mine. I got the news on the TV. I mean, it's just information overload before you even get mm -hmm. started. And that is why, like when I was really training, like for Ironmans and stuff, there was no wake up, go grab a cup of coffee, get back into bed and watch the TV news and play on your phone. It was 6 a.m. Let's go, man. You got a you got a hundred miles to ride a, a bike. You got 10 miles to run today. You got you got all you got 3,500 yards to go swim. You know, th that's that's what I'm miserable. Not, I'm not yeah, it is actually. You know, sound laying in bed and coffee and your phone and TV actually it's great. Better. No, tomorrow I'm telling you, I gotta get up and first things first. Like I gotta get back to that. So what about you? Let me hear your morning phone time. Me or him? Both of y'all's. Well, me, I don't, I, my, my phone's in another room. So when I wake up, I just, I breathe, I relax. I wake, I sit up, I take like a couple deep, like a couple minutes worth of deep breaths. And then I take a shower, make some food. And then I go to my phone. But before I go to my phone, I probably turn the television on before I go to my phone. That's why I don't return people's text messages. Is that why you don't text us back till like 10 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I'm not like to me. I I find this is this is me being and entirely too open about my personal life. Mm. I'm entirely too yeah uh, open about your personal life. Right. Poison because I, I feel like social media is really infecting people in a way that they don't notice. And if you don't ever pull yourself back from it, you can't notice how much it's affecting your your daily process. Like if you wake up and you go to Instagram or Twitter, more Twitter than Instagram. Like you will have a, a certain energy from reading that in the morning. It's kind of toxic. And so you start your day off in this weird zone of toxicity that you don't know where it came from. And now you're trying to shake it throughout your day. And so sometimes when I get to this point of the show, mm -hmm. I've just started looking at Twitter and Instagram. I mean, I read the email around probably like nine o'clock, nine fifteen. But other than that, like I tr I try not to absorb anything that I would feel would be toxic. Hmm. All right, Grande, what's your deal in the morning? I have the same exact routine Monday through Friday, Fair. every single day. Mm -hmm. Wake up, six a.m. on the toilet, six oh one or two. Nice, that's good. That's, that's amazing a long walk. regularity. Second walk. No, it's like is... you know, it takes me a, it takes me a while to like open my eyes and like get up. But mm -hmm. I, I'm not a snooze button guy. I am like as soon as I get it, I turn it off and I'm like I try and shake my head and kind of I'm like a dog I shake my head and I walk up. <laughs> And uh, I wake up on the toilet. That's where I. That's where I get my bearings straight. So, that's so where just, I get just, my... you, like like that's your oh, thing. No, but that... Right away, immediately, right to the to the to the throne. Yeah, and I did it today too here yeah. in, in oh, Oxford. Yeah, um, got it. The original home. What you mean? And, no, that's good. Yeah, no, but Are you? Where are you in Oxnard right now? It's like my mom's like den area. Yeah, your mom's like, place looks dope. Yeah, it's a very unique very, house. It's yeah, very really Airbnb nice. behind you. Yeah, my very sister. Nice. I think she told me. I think she has like twenty eight live plants in this area. Mm -hmm. Like she's upset. Anyways, um, on the toilet, either mm -hmm. like directly to my phone, or if my <laughs> eyes are burning, like I just kind of like chill with the, totally in the dark for a while. Um, <laughs> and then it's Twitter, and at six a.m. I'm catching up on all like at that time of Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it gives you like three hours ago. You know, it doesn't go to the newest one. Mm -hmm. So I'm, that's where like all the soccer stuff's coming out because it's you know, twelve or two p.m. over there. So I'm like reading all the soccer stuff, and then I could tell the East Coast wakes up because and then it's like like all these ESPN start tweeting. Regardless, anyways, uh, shower, walk the dog, feed the dog, 
make coffee, drink athletic greens, sitting at the desk by 7.15. Wow, that all happens in an hour and 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. Quick. Short walk with the dog. It's more about just taking her out to poop. But I'll I'll go around a block or two in North Park, kind of just see, like, the street sweeping, the yoga, the yoga nerds, like, go Mm -hmm. go leaving their yoga classes. And then uh, I'm back in the desk, and I just sit down and start working. Damn, dude. All in an hour and 15 minutes. Wake up. Drop wolf bait. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. Walk the dog. Yeah. Make coffee. athletic greens, coffee. Yeah. Eat. I don't eat until yeah. I don't eat at all. Ooh. I can't eat. Like yeah, my stomach neither. just there's nothing that can go in there without no. it coming out that early. Yeah. It is. No. no, it is. Okay. It is. It is athletic greens, a chug of athletic greens. Mm-hmm. And by like I say, like an hour, 15, hour, 20, that I'm finally awake, I'll mm-hmm. drink the coffee. Yeah. Because I can't yeah. drink coffee right away either. That'll, yeah. that'll, I'll puke that up. Yeah. I'm, acid uh, reflux. Coffee at acid, all. acid reflux. <laughs> yeah. I am, uh, I, yeah, I'm not eating until, until easily 1230. My biggest problem is, is, and this is why I'm like excited. I want to wake up tomorrow morning. I want to get up and I don't want to use my phone and I don't want to lay in bed. I want to get up and go for a run and like get it out of the way. So that by like, call it like 8, 39 AM, like I feel great that I got a really big workout in before I do anything for the day, you know? And, um, cause my biggest issue is like, I'm, I didn't eat dinner last night till nine 30, man. You know, that's about late. Yeah, but it's, dude, it's no, but it's not because I got off the air at seven up in LA. Then I had to go pick up my daughter. By the time I got over to Rachel's place, it was eight. By the time I started, I turned on the grill and she was marinating chicken and salmon. Then I put it all on the grill. And by the time it was all done, you know, and by the time I really sat down, you know, it's, it's freaking 9, 15, dude, 9, 30. I had lights out. I was already scrolling on TikTok at that time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No good for me. No good. Well, let me say this. Um, it's Friday afternoon. It is a football Friday on 1090. This has been one of these kind of weird weeks where we've just been off the rails on things. And the start of today's show is is no different. Prime example. Uh, yeah, total prime example. I want to say to everybody who's listening, just a quick reminder. We got a lot of things happening, guys, in the next couple of weeks that are going to be really exciting and fun. So many people were saying to us, guys, we got to get back out there. We got to start, you know being around each other again. And when, when the three of us went down to the Padre game a few weeks ago, I don't know how you guys felt, but I was really energized by that. So the first thing is this tomorrow night. Uh, well, let me start off tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, 12 to 2 PM. We're going to have an IV lounge down at, uh, at I thrive MD in mission Valley. It's from 12 PM to 2 PM. So anytime in that two hour window, you want to come in, take an IV, whole bunch of vitamins, nutrition, hydration, et cetera. They're going to serve mimosas. So it's the afternoon. You know, you want to have a nice time. They're going to serve mimosas. You're going to get an iThrive uh, IV lounge, you know, vitamin bag. And then tomorrow night, we're all going to go up to see Browner and Lawhead perform comedy at, in Escondido at the Grand Comedy Club. And I'm really looking forward to this tomorrow night. Um, I'm going to go to the nine o'clock show. So I just want everybody to know, like there's a seven o'clock show. There's a nine o'clock show. I'm coming for the nine, probably get up into Escondido about 830-ish. Going to probably just order some food while they're at, at Grand Comedy Club. So not thinking about like a pregame deal necessarily. But again, Saturday afternoon, 12 to 2. Here's a phone number to call. 858-240-1497. 858-240-1497. Book your reservation at iThrive and use the promo code BROWNER. You hear this, Brown? Yeah. In honor of you being up on stage tomorrow night for two shows. 
Use the promo code Browner and you'll save 40%. So I've already seen a lot of people, Alex, have you seen people on, on uh, Instagram? They saw the, the conversation we were having and mm-hmm. then they started to comment. They're like, dude, finally on a Saturday, you're going to do this. Not in the middle of the week, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think that that's what's great about what iThrive's doing is that they're giving us the options to do it different times, different days. That way, everybody, whoever, whatever your schedule is, you can come out and try it out. And I definitely recommend coming out and trying it out, especially if you're going to meet up at Escondido Comedy Club. Like, yeah, you just feel at 100 percent. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. And, I, and that's what I'm trying to say is I really want to feel great. So I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. I'm going to go exercise. Then I'm going to go to iThrive MD 858-240-1497. Make your appointment. Use the promo code Browner, save 40%. Then yeah. I'm going to spend the, I'm going to, I don't know. I have no plans tomorrow afternoon, which is great. I, I, I would like to be able to just chill a little, you know, and, and see where the world takes me. And then tomorrow night, we'll all come out. We'll have a good time. We'll hang out with Browner um, and Lawhead and the Grand Comedy Club. Here's another thing. Next Friday, a week from today, we're having this lunch called the Lunch Bunch. It's at the Belly Up. Here's my shirt. I like to. I like to represent my guys from the belly up. I like to represent. Good place. Good place. It, it's great. And they have a restaurant in the front of the house called the Tavern. We're having a lunch in there next Friday and it's sold out. We're done. Yeah, what? Sold out. Nice. I know, dude. I know. No, no, no. I don't say what. I say yes. Awesome. Great. It it's would be embarrassing out. if it's me, you, Browner, and Lawhead just sitting there by the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's everybody. So, I'm dude, glad it's sold out in a heartbeat, man. I mean, it See, really. We can do, we can do 20 things. We can sell out 20 things. I'm very proud of that. No, it's cool because because I, I got to guess. Now we need to test 50. We got to yeah. see the limits of what no, we let's can. Let's go 25. Well, well, my guy, oh. Jeff, from the Belly Up, he sent me a, an email and he listed for me everybody's names and everybody's, you know, how many tickets or how many tickets, how many seats they bought at the table. And because of this, and I know this is going to be super successful, eventually, well, and in early June, I'm actually talking to the people again today from Seven Mile Casino. We're going to go from the lunch bunch to the supper club. And yeah. we're going to do that in early June. And maybe you're right, Alex. Maybe how we much time can... we got left in the segment? Um, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, Scott. I feel like we should build our way up mm-hmm. to a live podcast. I think it's because a good idea. I don't follow, but they keep popping up on my for you page, and I don't mind. They're attractive ladies. Chicks in the office from Barstool. Mm-hmm. They're currently touring the country, doing live podcasts. That's all they're doing, and mm-hmm. they're charging seventy five dollars a head. I'm not Damn. saying we're going to do that, but I'm saying like we one day should definitely get like, you know, a hundred people and do a live podcast just there. The only place you can see it here, watch it is right there. Yeah. I love it. Um, and so that, listen, that, because like Browner said, you know, like 20 people bought, and it's not 20, it was 16, bought a seat at the table for lunch in a heartbeat. When we do our dinner down at seven mile casino with Sammy's, they're going to love this thing. They're going to, and it was cool. Cause I got a, an email from, from our rep who deals with um, who deals with seven mile casino. And he, he's the guy who represents seven mile casino. He's like Kaplan and these guys want to come down They're They're not asking to be paid. They're not overcharging anybody. We, we don't get paid. We're not getting paid for any of this. I mean, we're stupid. <laughs> we, we should be getting food free. That's all Browner cares about. Chicken wings. I got hey, your chicken wings, dog. Don't worry, you got your the lemon chicken, pepper. Is the chicken free? <laughs> How many beers it's can for I get? Me. I mean, that's what the guy said. He's like, he's like, these guys are just coming down. They want to bring their audience. They want in, to introduce to their clients. They're not getting anything from them. I'm like, but we're we're maintaining our relationships. So, look, we miss the gonna, great friends. I, we miss you guys, and we're gonna we're gonna all be together here 
again real soon, starting tomorrow. All right, listen, we're just getting underway. Let's talk about what's happening with the NFL draft and other sports stories we want to get to. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends, what's going on? It is a Friday afternoon here on Kaplan and Crew, along with Grande and the Brown Man, and we come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. And by the way, be on the listen here, because in the next couple of days, I'm going to announce to you when we're doing our Seven Mile Casino Great Friends Supper Club, and you're going to have your chance to come on down, hang out. We're all going to sit around one giant table like a familia. We're going to have a great time, and I'm going to give you all the details uh, in all likelihood in the early part of next week, so stay tuned for that. All right, Grande, Brown Man, let me Mm -hmm. ask you guys both a question here. Question. Uh, Was everybody watching the NFL draft yesterday? Uh, no, but <laughs> no, but I heard every second of it on the radio. Hmm. Really? I, was... I didn't expect to hear that, but okay. Well, actually, I take that back. I'm a liar. Oh. I Bluetooth the broadcast from my phone in my car. So mm-hmm. I actually was listening to Greeny, Lewis Riddick, and Booger the whole first round because nice. I was in traffic. Mm-hmm. From San Diego to Oxnard for about six hours. Nice. Well, you you know you drove right through like our whole radio and TV worlds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. drove from from San Diego through Orange County into LA, mm-hmm. and then getting up into Ventura County and into the into the 805. Yep. You could have listened the entire way on 1090. Right. You know, we but we were on 1090. Right. 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 Um, and then, by the way, on the Cox Your View Network. You know, you got San Diego Channel 4, you got Orange County Channel 118, L.A. County Channel 118, and then you get into like Santa Barbara area. Some people, Channel Scott, yeah. call it the mega market. Oh. I drove the entire mega market. You did indeed. You and did I from- listened to what sounded like mm-hmm. one of the wildest first rounds of all time, honestly. I... I I, it's <laughs> difficult to keep up, but because I wasn't driving so fast, I was yeah. pretty much keeping up. Yeah. It's first of all, I appreciate the teams not waiting 10 or 12 right. minutes, like because of for no reason. Right. Picks were in, picks were flying, mm-hmm. picks were coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me ask both you guys a question because it's funny that you said that it was a chaos, like it was a high pace. Okay. Do you think that the NFL has learned from the waiting to get rid of the waiting? and just start doing the drafting because I didn't find it to be that crazy because I was intaking it on the phone as I was watching the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. I didn't find it to be fast or, or anything out of the ordinary. I just thought that they make the picks quicker. I would say that because you were probably following it on your phone, mm. you didn't get the full, at least it felt like a lot of drama was happening. But I think what Browner just said is interesting though, um, that the picks were in faster. But things didn't seem to be moving because th- there's like oh, they have like four hours to fill, right? Right. Yeah. Well, but, but here's the thing, right, right? Like the the pick is in. Okay, when the pick is in and they announce the pick, the kid who's sitting backstage has to walk about a mile and a half just to get to the stage. Yeah. So they're following him the entire time. Like they well, get this, do that in San Diego. One of them got lost. Right. Yeah. Right. One, of them- right. one guy he goes and he and he turns left and he's walking. They're like. Uh, this way, that way turns around. He runs, runs the yeah. whole way. He was in old town, Vegas. <laughs> they, they needed him on the strip. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh. And the crowds in Las Vegas 
Yeah. I got to say, um, you know, we've all talked over the last two years about would you go to this? Would you go to that? We saw football games with no fans, baseball games with empty stadiums, you know, uh, NBA basketball games with virtual fans. We're all coming back to life. People so desperately want to get back out there and do things. And, and I think in some weird way, be around other people again, you know, because people felt maybe locked down for a long time. I mean, you might beat them up, but you want to be next right, to them. Right, right, Like, I may like to be with you for a few minutes, but if you're wearing Dodger gear and I'm wearing Padre gear, we may need to square off together, okay? Mm -hmm. But watching the crowds in Vegas, holy crap, man. Yesterday, we were talking about, wouldn't it be great to have the NFL draft in San Diego? And it would have been great had we built a new stadium in the Chargers state. But honestly, if I'm the, if I'm the NFL... I had the draft in New York forever. It was a big deal to have it every year at Madison Square Garden. Uh, dude, I'm happy with having the draft in Vegas every year. I mean, when I say I mean, it like that, as a television viewer, it looked really, really cool. The fact no, that you got to keep moving it. You got to keep moving it because when it was in will. Chicago, it was I mean, great. It's in Kansas it, City next year. And when it was in Tennessee, I mean, I'm not a big Tennessee fan, but no, it but looked Nashville's fantastic. Nashville's a party town, man. Yeah, I think what's good. cool about the Vegas, though, is because everybody just – Vegas to the world mm -hmm. is a – strip of street right of casinos it's not the actual city of vegas and the way the nfl made it seem was like the nfl draft was from tip of the strip to the mm -hmm. other tip of the strip mm -hmm. like they took over all of vegas mm -hmm. and that's something that they can't do anywhere else right and it just had this magnitude at least just listening to it dude like and on my phone you know <laughs> stuck in traffic i'm looking i'm like damn that's crazy it just has this it's an event town obviously the television product that is the NFL draft has, is so well done now. I didn't find it. I, I again, cause I was watching it on my phone uh, via like ticker or whatever. So mm -hmm. I just didn't get it, but I, the parts that I did see after all the NBA was gone, it just looks like a very well run uh, tip top television. It did product. drag on towards the end, Scott. I don't know how, if you stuck around the whole time, um, but you know, I the Vikings traded down all the way to the last pick. So I stuck around all yeah. the way to the last pick. Ooh. Yeah. And the picks were in 30 minutes before they even announced them. Uh -huh. At that point, they were so far behind production wise. Yeah. That the picks were in on Twitter way before those players. Which even I got. thought they stopped that, but I guess not. Not every Schefter stopped that. Yeah. Not I, everybody stopped that. I didn't stick around for the whole thing, but I will just say this. Browner, maybe you could put up um, the way the first round went. And I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my, my quick read of it here. And then, guys, feel free to just jump in. But here it goes. And you can throw us on the side. Great. If you can't, no biggie. Um, hey, this Trayvon Walker story, the first overall pick to the Jaguars. This this is – Alex, you talk about, like, where there's fireworks. Mm -hmm. It starts with the number one overall pick because for the longest of times, everybody was predicting that it was this guy, Aiden Hutchinson, mm -hmm. who was the defensive end out of Michigan. He winds up going too, but the thing about Trayvon Walker that's so interesting is there were five guys from Georgia, right? Five defensive players from Georgia. And this kid, Trayvon Walker, not that I like was studying Georgia football at all, he was kind of considered like the fifth of the five. At, just, a, just a dude. Right. He's he's but then he got to the the it was a workout. Menace. Warrior. Dude, he yeah. got to the combine. He's like 6'5, 280, runs a 4'5, 40. His got arms guns. are six foot long each. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so look, it, it's not that he wasn't a good player, 
at Georgia. And it's not that he wasn't a productive player at Georgia. It's just that Browner, everything you would say about Joe Burrow, about why Joe Burrow is going to be a bust Mm -hmm. because he's playing on this LSU team with this offense, which is the greatest offense in college football history. And, and he's the guy who's the quarterback, but look at all the NFL talent he's got around him. So of course he had a great year. So that your, your rationale for why Burrow was going to be a bust could be exactly applied to this kid right here, Trayvon Walker. What do you think I'm about to say about him? He going to be a bust? Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right he going to be a bust. Ain't This is why mm. when they had so many good players on their defensive line, mm-hmm. it's super hard to evaluate one across from the other because they've got so many. Like, yes, it's great at, for the school for Georgia, University of Georgia, for your own professional career, I think this kid is going to be – he's going to be in the NFL for a decade. He will not. Well, when you're the first round, but you're the number one overall, you keep getting chances. Right. He will He will not be as good as Bosa or well, or the, the kid that was number one last year. I don't think he'll be better than Aiden Hutchinson, who I'm not even a big fan of. How about this, though? Like, here's who I would – if I were going to think about trying to compare what his career will be, okay – Rather than thinking like Trayvon Walker, and by the way, you could also put up here, Browner, let everybody see this, because I didn't really know this necessarily. These five Georgia first-round defenders. That, that's the only one amazing. I knew was Jordan Davis, because that's the guy that Browner thinks is 28 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, guy, that guy is like a Vince Wilfork type of guy. Yes. Giant yeah. dude. And he gets to go play next to Fletcher Cox for a year, which is like the best thing for him. Um. But the the incredible part about all five of these guys, none of them, when you look at their numbers, mm-hmm. none of them stand out. And none that's the and that's Trayvon the, Walker me, had six sacks last season. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the problem. And it wasn't like, oh, we were. I was beating this guy to the quarterback. I, I they're they're too good as a group for me to have taken even one of those guys at number one. They're just too good. Well, the thing about Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson, and we've seen this many times with quarterbacks. They're going to be compared for the rest of their careers. Yes. They play the same position and they got mm-hmm. drafted one and two. Right. It's mm-hmm. like Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Right. You know, it's like the exact same thing. But you see, the thing about it is, is that if, if let's just say hypothetically, um, I'm trying to think of a more competent football organization than the Jacksonville Jaguars took this kid number one. Patriots. Pittsburgh. You know, if oh, Pittsburgh's a better example, if Pittsburgh took them number one, I'd be like, okay, they know something. They got the next TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah, they, they know something right, about this guy right. that the rest of us don't know. Well, but I would say Jacksonville, though, I would say this for Trayvon Walker in that regard. I much prefer going to Jacksonville under Doug Peterson yeah. than going to Detroit with with the the cartoon character Dan Campbell. Yeah. See, not me, not me. Give me if I'm a defensive player, give me Campbell because he's a buffoon, but he knows defense. Does he I'll though? give him that. He was a tight he ends not... coach. Huh? He was a tight ends coach. He was not a defensive like guru. I <laughs> I watched them play twice. They played very hard on defense. They just didn't have any talent. They were prepared. They didn't have any talent. Now, you put this kid in there with a guy like that who will force these dudes to play hard. I, I, I like where Hutchinson went more, far more than I like where where davis went because i just don't trust jacksonville any why would you not give do you mean walker went to jackson i just making sure we're on the same page here you, walker went to jacksonville 
and Hutchinson yeah. went to Detroit. And you're yes, saying I'm Davis, sorry, and, and there's I'm one of the it. one of the other Georgia defensive yeah, linemen. Yeah, they're all the same to me. That's my whole point. <laughs> well, look, I, I can't mean, pick one out of I can't pick one from the other. I mean, but but listen, based on the numbers alone, this guy Trayvon Walker, I think in his career at Georgia had 11 sacks total. So yeah. nobody's going to look at that and go, "Wow, this guy's a machine getting to the quarterback." The way they may have looked at Bosa or even Hayden Hutchinson, but they look at the way he runs. They look at the way he works out. They look at his performance on the field. They look at the other players that he's playing with, and he looks at the opponents, and somebody makes a decision that of all the guys, this guy has, you ready for this? This guy has upside. the greatest upside potential. He got the greatest upside potential. So that's why somebody takes a guy who many thought coming into the draft process was the fifth of the five Georgia defenders. They take him number one overall. So, so they're just, just like what uh, Mel Kuyper described one of the top one of the linemen that went in the top 10 the offensive linemen. He was like, this guy's got the lowest floor on the board. <laughs> and I like that. Or, Me I mean, too. the highest the highest floor on the board, because that means like he ain't going to get worse than this. Like he is this good mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And well, no one's there yet. You know, well, like I like that. How about so Trayvon Walker? Here's my comp. You ready? Jadavian Clowney. If, because if he's if Clowney, he's Jadavian Clowney. Well, you yeah. said he's going to be a 10-year player. What I'm saying is Jadavian Clowney had a, you know, he was drafted number one overall, as I recall. Mm-hmm. He's kind of bounced around the league. Mm-hmm. He's He hasn't stuck in one place. Like, when you're a first overall pick, you should you should spend 10 years of your career. He couldn't dominate next to J.J. Watt. Yeah. Uh, um, like, yeah. Walker, Walker he, was boosted because of his workouts, where I would argue that Clowney was boosted because of the one play he made. One hit. That's it. One hit. But he also had the body. That's what I'm saying. Like, he has this crazy body, you know? Um, Aiden Hutchinson at two to Detroit, which is kind of an interesting story. Michigan kid stays home. Um, for him. Yeah, Derek Stingley. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Stingley's the kid that went the wrong way in the draft, I I think. He's the guy that went the wrong direction. I think it was him. Um, Ahmad Gardner. Sauce. Did you guys see the necklace? I like like three and four. I like both those picks. Did you see the necklace he was wearing? It was fantastic. His nickname is Sauce. He's got this like diamond studded sauce bottle on his chain as his as I was like, dude, that's the dopest, coolest, funniest thing I've ever seen yeah. out of one of these kids. I love it. Now I would I, save your I, money, son. Save your money. No, 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 no. No. Cause this is the someone made this observation too. Is there a better place to be drafted in the world? And get life changing money than Las Vegas. I know, right? You know what I mean? Like you, you weren't stuck in Kansas City for the night. You are in Vegas, and you oh, yeah. just became a multi millionaire as the number four pick, mm-hmm. bro. You get that chain, yeah. and you take that chain, and you go do some bottle service, and you have yourself a night, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Right. You pour that sauce, dog. Oh yeah, dog. You pour that sauce. Oh yeah. Right. I had no problem with with a guy. Listen, if it's a, if he's doing it every day, that's a thing. But to get yourself a dope ass chain that says sauce on it and then go clubbing in Vegas all in. Yep. It's cool. Um, I see. I, I liked what the giants did at five with this cave on I did who's, too. Who's I thought he really, failed, but I did too. Really good pass rusher from Oregon. Uh, at six Carolina took this offensive lineman from North Carolina state, who a lot of people thought might be the first overall pick. So that seemed like a, a good pick for them. And then offensive lineman from Bama to the giants. So the giants got an edge rusher and an offensive lineman. And I always love when, when I like big schools, you know, I like big schools, big programs, big conferences and guys who play, you know, on winning teams. Mm-hmm. I thought the Giants so he, finally realized like, if the quarterback ain't that great, let's just not get it. 
you know, Daniel yeah. Jones, Paxton Lynch, like these guys exist in the first round. Mm-hmm. Stop reaching. Yeah. This you was know? the first, this was probably the first year. I mean, I felt bad for Malik Willis, but this is probably the first year where every take him. Yeah. I that everybody was like, well, we don't know about these quarterbacks. Right. And no one reached for him. You guys remember like, the 2011 draft? And I do specifically because it's the Vikings. 2011, Jake Locker and Christian Ponder were top 10 picks. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's what I thought we were kind of going for. I thought yeah. we were going to head like that. towards that area again. And well, the NFL teams were like, you know what? No. Yeah. Well, since you guys are mentioning it, I mean, listen, I'm kind of just looking at the first round and some highlights. Drake London, the kid from USC, the receiver, mm-hmm. went to Atlanta. I'm just looking Olave. at some of these. I mean, listen, Tav, now you talk about how hard it might be to evaluate guys. You got two wide receivers on the same Ohio State team. They go 10 and 11. Shout out to Chris Olave and shout out to the Mission Hills high school football program. You know, my son and I were having this conversation yesterday. He's like, Dad, did you just see Olave? I go, yeah. Four years ago, there's Torrey Pines high. There's Mission Hills high. We got a 10-point lead. They got a quarterback that's going to Utah. They got a receiver that's going to Ohio State. Bang, bang, bang. And they wind up winning the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Number 27 was from Otai. Oh, really? Devin, Devin Lloyd. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. But I'm just I'm looking at these um at these highlights of the draft. And I'll tell you, it, when it gets to 20, and I'm gonna I want to talk about this. Kenny Pickett getting drafted by the Steelers. You talk about a story of the draft. Way, way, way back in the old days, in 1983, which was considered the greatest quarterback draft ever, the Dan Marino, John Elway, Jim Kelly, um, trying to think of who the other two guys were. Um, Billy Ray. Billy Ray was number five, (laughs) but I'm thinking about the quarterbacks, and I should know this. Uh, But anyway, the thing is, is that that year the Steelers could have taken Dan Marino, and they didn't do it. The Steelers could have had Dan Marino, and the Steelers could have had a Hall of Fame quarterback for 15 years. They didn't take him. There were rumors of drugs, whatever. They take this kid, Kenny Pickett. The Pitt Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers not only share a stadium, they share a workout facility. So Kenny Pickett's been walking into the same building for the last four or five years. He gets to stay home. And yeah, they went out and got Mitch Trubisky, who looked good as a backup for Buffalo. And maybe this kid's not ready to start immediately. Maybe he is. But to stay home, to be a a legend at your school where you've won an ACC championship, you've had some of the biggest wins in you know, all these years, and to now um, stay home for college, or from college to the pros, walk into the same building, see your old teammates from last year, see your old coaches from last year. Now you're the Steelers quarterback. I thought it was really cool. And to see Mike Tomlin on the phone, because there were a lot of rumors. Happy. Yeah, there were a lot of rumors about Mike Tomlin and the kid you mentioned from Liberty. What's his name, Malik? Malik Willis. Willis. There was all these comments. Oh, they were together. They were hanging out together. Kenny Pickett, congratulations to you and your family, man. This is Mike Tomlin. You're about to become a Pittsburgh Steeler. You ready to stay home? It was cool. This is what I didn't like about the Kenny Pickett selection. Mm -hmm. It felt too much like a story. It felt too much like, like Aiden Hutchinson going number two, University of Michigan, the Detroit Lions. Like that felt like a story, but that felt more accurate because he is actually a high level player. I just felt like the picket selection was, it felt more like generated for a story to tell yeah. than it did for a actual pick to be productive at the NFL level. I hear you. I hear why you're saying it, but I'll just say this. They don't have a quarterback and he was the best quarterback in the draft. And it's it risky. is a good story. And when they drafted I, James I, Connor, when they drafted James Connor a couple years ago, that became the that number. That felt one. like a story. It was, and it, yeah. and it, and make no mistake, it was. They have Mitch Trubisky. Listen, 
I think if Mr. Trubisky can't beat this kid, because I don't think Kenny Pickett's good. I think he'll be a good backup. If Mr. Trubisky can't beat him, oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's but, let's we got to hit this break, Alex. Okay. And I know you're not following the clock today because you're up in Oxnard. Let me let me get us out of here, um, and then we'll come right back. We'll we'll finish up our thoughts and we'll get into some you know set up the weekend for the Padres and some other stuff we want to get to. Um, hey, listen before we uh, before we hit this break, just a quick reminder: if you're thinking about a brand new car this weekend. A lot of people go shopping for cars on the weekends. Mazda Vescondido, mazdavescondido.com. Ask for Alan. He's the general manager. He'll take really good care of you. Tell him you're a great friend. You're a listener. You're a viewer, whatever. Um, and just start taking a look because now I'm serious about looking at this Mazda all-electric vehicle, the MX-30. So a lot of dealers for, I don't really understand. I know it's a lot of supply chain related issues, but a lot of dealers can't get new cars. They have no inventory. There's full inventory going on at Mazda Vescondido. Mazda of Escondido, Mazda of Escondido.com. Ask for Alan, the general manager. Okay. Hey guys, um, coming up, let's give our final thoughts here on the opening round of the NFL draft. And let's kind of start setting up the weekend for the Padres and the rest of baseball. Stick around, everybody. This is Kaplan and crew from the seven mile casino studios. All right, great friends. It's Friday afternoon here on Kaplan and crew. It's Friday, April 29th. And along with Grande and the Brown Man, we come to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Now, tomorrow night, I just want everybody to consider this. I don't know what you got planned tomorrow night, but I know a lot of great friends are coming. Tomorrow night, Browner and Lawhead Comedy Show happening at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido. I know I was talking about getting there earlier, like 7.30 in the after in the early evening. Um, I don't think I'm going to make it that early. And... Um, you know, Law had reminded me that the food at the Grand Comedy Club is really good when he was on the air the other day. And I always do the same freaking thing. I always wind up going up there. I wind up walking Grand Avenue. I wind up stopping and having dinner somewhere. And then I sit down at Grand Comedy Club and I go, why did I eat? Looks like they got great pizza here. I'm not eating before I get there. I'm going to have like pizza and whatever, beer, whatever. So um, we'll see you guys Locked tomorrow night. Maybe a little vodka, crayon, perhaps. I'm more of a vodka soda guy. Vodka soda with a splash of crayon? No, no, just a lime. Mm. Yeah, just a lime. Got it. So so I want to just say, tomorrow evening, uh, we'll be there. We'll catch up to everybody there. It'll be a great time. Uh, Browner's on, then Lawhead's on. And uh, Lawhead's got another comic that he's bringing down from L.A. that's going to be really great. So come on out. Two shows, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Browner, are you feeling, you feeling good, man? You feeling prepared? Uh, when you say feeling prepared, what do you mean? I mean, like, do you feel like you like you're gonna be able to go on stage in a comedy jokes. show at a comedy club, you know, where you know where you you know you're ready to go, man? I was I will I will say this, I uh, I'm more strategically prepared this time than last time. Mm -hmm. I have a better strategy this time. Uh, then you just kind of prepared to have people closer than 10 feet from you. I'm assuming no, there's no dance floor in front of you guys this time. Mm -mm. I, I, I'm prepared for anything. I put it like that. Cause I could listen. If they really? told me, okay, here's a box, stand on the box, tell the jokes on top of this box. I'm prepared. I'm, I'm prepared to, to do anything. You've practiced standing on boxes, telling jokes. Is that right? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is oh, I'm prepared to tell the jokes. It's an anywhere. exaggeration. Oh, oh, yeah. I, it, the, the jokes. Sarcasm. I, mean, I don't want to do the jokes virtually, mm -hmm. but, you know, 
they would probably bomb if I did them virtually. But but you got jokes now. You you've actually got jokes. You, yeah, dude, I got. I, yeah, dude, I, I I got. I have probably seven minutes worth of actual jokes, which I laugh now <laughs> just thinking that I have seven minutes of jokes. How long I are you don't going know for? If they work. <laughs> yeah. How long huh? are you to be up for? Till they tell me to move. Yeah. No, but like no, you but you got know? the first show. You got to have to. You're gonna be on time. You have to. They're gonna tell you, hey, you got 15 minutes. Right. Like, so you, whenever you got when a they timer so, in your head or what? Like, how does that work? The, well, they give you a red light. They, they put they, a red light they, on in the back. Yeah. So the best part is the jokes can be stopped at any time because I just I'm I have an out for stop. every for every joke. Right. So when the light comes on, I'll give myself 15 minutes or 15 seconds to finish the joke, and then that'll be that. All right. So I'm prepared. Do, I'm, you think you're going to do seven minutes of jokes and then figure out what to do from there? Or you think you're going to be like joke, play with the audience, joke, play with the yeah. audience? Yeah. Joke, fun, joke, fun, joke, The fun. jokes aren't fun. The jokes actually are not fun, huh? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't know. Like I, like I said, that attitude because you don't know. I don't. I don't the, I'm Maybe. not in charge of what's funny. The audience will tell me what's funny. Mm -hmm. I. It's up to me to ride the wave of what they think is funny until there's time for me to get off the stage. I don't, mm. I don't go in thinking this one's going to kill. I don't know these people. Mm. Brothers going surfing, huh? Yeah. Surfing USA. Hells to the year. All right, cool. Well, tomorrow night, 7 PM to 9 PM. And as a, just a quick reminder, I've told you guys a bunch already, but um, I'm going to be at I thrive MD tomorrow. I'm going to be there from 12 to two. They're serving mimosas. 858-240-1497, 858-240-1497. You know, what's so funny is like, um, like a Lori Benson is tuning in this afternoon up in, up in La Costa. And she's like, wait, did you say they're serving mimosas? Yes, Lori, they're serving mimosas. Don, come on down. I'm going to get the they're injecting mimosas into your veins. Well, I don't know if it's that way, but it might, oh. well, maybe uh, I'm going to get the immune boost. They might have a bag for that. <laughs> right, I'm going to get the weight loss boost. And I'm going to get the energy boost. That's what I'm going to do. I thrive MD 858-240-1497, 12 to two tomorrow afternoon. Use the promo code Browner. You'll save 40%. So call and make an appointment. There's a two hour window. It's Saturday afternoon. I'm not like trying to jam it in on a, on a Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. This is Saturday afternoon, two hours. Bring your wife, by the way, guys. Cause again, they're serving mimosas. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be nice. So have a great weekend. Um, all right. Back to the NFL draft. If we could. So we were going through the first round and everybody kind of has something that they liked about it. I stopped on, on pick 20 because listen, um, for me, as someone who, you know, I'm passionate about my school pit football. Uh, and I, that's not my school. That's my team. And Kenny Pickett had a great career and he gets drafted number 20 by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I thought it was a really great moment. Browner, you think it's more about the Steelers creating a story rather than the Steelers drafting a player who can help them. I only disagree for this reason. It is a great story, but you don't you don't draft a guy in the first round and pay him millions of dollars because it's just a nice story. Especially the quarterback, position. especially if he's not going to play. Here's a here's a here's a here's a discussion based on this. At twenty, I think if Kenny Pickett was better, they would have traded up to get him. The fact that he, like he I, don't, they, I don't nobody's I, nobody in front of them was like they, but they all know they're like wait a second who's is is. Is Houston going to take him? Well, no. we don't think so. Is 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 San Diego going to take him? We don't no. think so. Is Tennessee going to take Diego. him? You did it. Yeah, I did it on purpose. Is New Orleans going to take him? You know. Look, I mean, but I feel I, I like, uh, like like 
I feel as if Pittsburgh was probably comfortable with one of the two. And they knew that if the Giants didn't do it, if the Panthers didn't do it, I don't think anybody else was going to do it in the first round. Right. I just felt like if Kenny Pickett was more attractive from a wholesale point, more teams would have been after him. The Listen, fact was, that no one. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the, he wasn't on Joe Burrow's level. He wasn't on even Tua's level. He, he wasn't he, on right. that level of quarterback. It's just right. that simple. Right. He, he's and not so on for, Justin Herbert's level. He's not on Patrick Mahomes. He's not on any of those guys' level as a college football he's player. Matt now, Jones. Look, he's Matt Jones. He's I, Matt to me, Jones. To me, at the NFL level, he'll be Matt Jones. Matt he can Jones? be productive if you surround him with a good running game, a solid offensive line, and some and some good wide receivers. Which is what the Pittsburgh Steelers have. Yeah. Yeah, but in that case, I don't even know who Mac Jones is. Seriously, like you're you're telling me a name. I like no, really. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Patriots quarterback. Oh gosh, Alec. are you is are you saying Matt or Mac? Mac Jones. Okay, listen, who? I like yeah, who Mac, Mac Jones. Jones? Who Mac Jones? Yeah, yeah, Mac. I, yeah, Jones. You, you, yeah, you you confused me, man. All right, well, you know the, what? Jag the Jaguars did have that Matt Jones guy that was a quarterback that went to that receiver. I think that's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> but, so listen, but but the, but Mac Jones is is a guy who will be successful in the NFL because of the system that he's in. And I actually think Kenny Pickett has he, he's he's nowhere near what a guy like um, I'm trying to think of an example of 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 he he doesn't have the um, you know what he is. Tell me, Sam Bradford. Oh, I hope not. Why? Sam Bradford. Serviceable? No, thanks. Has the all-time completion I'll, percentage in I'll a single pass. season? I'll pass. I'll me, pass. Listen, me too. That's kind of my point. I just <laughs> think that that's what you got this round. I think this Malik year. Willis will be better. I think Malik Willis will be better. I, I think never seen be Malik pressure. Willis play a single snap. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't yeah, know. Browner, really? You spent a lot of time studying Liberty football? Really? Same thing as Trey Lance. I don't know. I what I've seen Malik so far, no. I think Malik Willis would be better. There'll be far less pressure on him to perform. He's what if not Malik a Willis goes pick. to Detroit? If Malik Willis goes to Detroit, there'll be zero pressure on him to perform because mm -hmm. Jared Goff is supposed to be the starter. And if he mm -hmm. gets wishy-washy again, you'll put this kid in who's more of an athlete than he is a quarterback, and you'll see what you can get out of that. I would say that. that with Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett is a little hand quarterback. That's oh, true. Wait a second. So so wait. So, so little that's hands. That's what it comes down to. Little hands. So yeah. you're you're about to tell me that you did all this research on the little the hands and and you, you you saw all the measurements and you compared them to everybody and his hand size mm -hmm. really that's what you're hanging your hat on, on deflated this? footballs at the at the next level yeah. everything matters everything mm -hmm. matters scott i really feel like you're more for this you know what you know what yeah yeah Kenny Pickett gonna be a bust. I'm, I'm gonna stop playing. There it is, Joe Rigby. There it is, Joe Rigby. I'm gonna stop playing with you. There it is, Joe Rigby. I was trying to be. I was trying to be nice. There. You were Listen crawling there. You were yeah. crawling there. You were going slower and slower. Yeah. I was trying to respect. The, I was got trying to respect the pit hood. I was trying to respect yeah. pit, but he brought this out of me. All right, look. Let me tell you this. When Josh Allen was drafted, say again, Alex. I kind of agree with Browner on that one. By the way, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I wish I I wish I didn't kind it's, of agree with Browner. It's, it's not his fault that he was the best quarterback available. And it just right. so happened that it happened to be the, if Kenny Pickett came out last year, he wouldn't have been the number one pick. No, Even a but, third round pick. 
well, if he was lucky a year ago, he would have been yeah. a third round pick because by going back to college this year and by having a monster season, skipping the peach bowl and not getting right, hurt, winning, winning the <laughs> ACC championship, um, having this incredibly productive season that brought him all these individual accolades. Mm -hmm. Then by the way, showing off, you know, he's got speed, he's got movement, he's got arm strength. He, he performed well in the workouts. He was the best quarterback of the class, but this was not a strong class. I wish I, I didn't agree with you, Brown. I, I, I wish I was arguing the other side saying, this guy's going to be a star. This guy got everything that it takes. His little hands don't mean anything to me but I don't project him to be a monster star quarterback in the NFL. Look, Josh Allen, when he was at Wyoming, none of us really knew much. And I say none of us, we saw a little bit of him because Wyoming played San Diego State, but nobody knew who Josh Allen was. Nobody knew that Josh Allen was going to turn into probably the second best quarterback in the AFC. Josh Allen showed signs that Kenny Pickett doesn't, though. Incredible arm, probably the best in the NFL. Size. Speed, toughness. He's developed accuracy. That's what he's developed so far in his time at Buffalo. But uh, to me, Kenny Pickett doesn't have a monster arm. He doesn't have incredible tangibles, as they like to say in the draft. He just doesn't pop out on a sheet that like Josh Allen did. At least Josh Allen's like six foot six, two hundred and thirty pounds, can throw the ball out of the stadium. Like that's the kind of stuff that he showed, even though we didn't know who he was. Yeah. Kenny Pickett. Reminds me, and this is not a joke just because they're now teammates. He is Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. Well, what he, where he's not Mitchell Trubisky, though, where he's not, is that he's played so many games yes. in college. Yeah. And he's got so much more experience. And again, by coming back last year, listen, here's what I'm going to say. I wish I disagreed with Browner. I, as I watched him, because I watched almost every pit football game, I didn't think he was as great as the hype. There, there became a, a wave of hype around him because there he was the chosen one. Right. For, look, people loved it. He came back he for like a sixth one. year. You know, Pitt was having a really nice season. Um, they were on TV a lot. Mm -hmm. he, he look. But again, I didn't know that much about Josh Allen when he was at Wyoming. I'll tell you this right now. I didn't know anything about Justin Herbert when he was at Oregon. Oregon. And I'll tell you that if I were going to try and compare him to somebody, I'd say this. He's about a 75% guy compared to Herbert. Does that make sense? He is three no. quarters of what Justin Herbert is? Yeah. No way. Man, no. I just feel like Justin Herbert's really, really, no. really taking himself to a level. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's If if I were going to say, if you could become one guy, like you have the same kind of body, you have the same kind of athleticism, the same sort of movement, throwing on the run, experience, et cetera. Like I'd be looking at Justin Herbert. And saying that's the guy you want to try and become, but I really don't think he can. I don't. I don't think he's that kind of player. And that's what get you know. That's why you're drafted yeah. twenty. What if he's Carson Wentz? If he listen, if he's Carson Wentz, well, we fantastic for him because he <laughs> yeah. had it. He'll have one good year. It'll look fantastic. Yeah, and then he'll be terrible also, after that. Let's. We've also, in my opinion buried the lead six feet deep here of okay, what happened in the NFL draft. Yeah, let's let's yeah, this got in we got off on a tangent. Go ahead, Alex. The reason why I think this draft was one of the most dramatic drafts of all time is not who was getting picked and how fast it was coming and all that. It was what happened with current players. Like did you, are you guys just not impressed by what the Philadelphia Eagles did yesterday? 
with dude. AJ Brown. Dude, it's AJ dude. Brown. Brown. Yeah. AJ Brown. I don't know where he's at as far as rankings go, but that man, when healthy, is one of the best wide receivers in the league. Keyword. Keyword. He just, it's just one year last year. That's it. And he still had a decent year. He's like 900 yards last year with Ryan Tannehill throwing to him, by the way. With Keyword. Ryan Tannehill throwing to him. When healthy. I get it. It was one year. I get it. It was last year. When healthy. He's a beast. I'm with you. He's a beast. I just think that the Eagles have swung and missed so often on wide receivers in the first round, in the draft, second yeah. round, the draft. They're like, screw this, man. We'll just go get one that's good already. And when you pair him and Smith from mm-hmm. Alabama, who they already have, and that, that tight end go there, I think the Eagles, there's no more excuse for Jalen Hurts. You got you to be good now, dude. Well, I know you made the-, the playoffs last year, but you got to be better than what you've been. How about the way that they did this deal, though? You know, the way they made this trade during the draft that had him signed with this new four-year, $100 million contract? Yeah. I mean, I'm not suggesting to you that it was happening in real time. I mean, obviously, this stuff, you know, there's got to be conversations going on before all of this. Yeah. But, man, that that did happen kind of quickly. So, what, what are some was, of the... I thought that was just so impressive by him, by the Eagles, because when you can go get an established guy, like stop swinging and missing in the first round where you're going to have to put significant amount of money in a first rounder. Yeah. It's a hundred million dollars, but really it's $57 million to get AJ Brown for four years. Mm-hmm. That's yes, I'll pass. I would never pass. I think AJ Brown is he's legit. Great. Legit. And the Eagles shout out to them. And then right at the same time, this happened, mm-hmm. the Ravens out of nowhere traded their best wide receiver to the Cardinals. And now Lamar Jackson's pissed off. Yeah, Lamar Jackson was sending out some tweets, right? Yeah. He well, one, two tweets in particular. One, yeah. that said WTF. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, like, what's my team doing? Yeah. What yeah. the F? Why did you trade Hollywood Brown? Who, yeah. by the way, Butterfingers, like incredible Butterfingers. The guy's fast as hell, but really tough time catching the ball. <laughs> and I guess they were like best friends. And oh. And and that's why he's all pissed off. And then mm-hmm. Hollywood, he was at the draft somehow yesterday already with a Cardinals <laughs> you, know, you know why he was there. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Lamar Jackson's tweet, WTF. And then Hollywood Brown does a press conference. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have this video, Brian, with the Arizona media. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've been telling Lamar Jackson I want to trade for the past two years. No way. Like, yeah. We hadn't really? heard it, you know, this offseason – so you specifically asked the Ravens for a trade. Yeah, I asked them for a trade after the season. Um, it was just some like my my happiness. I mean, I talked to Lamar about it, you know, after my second year. And, you know, then I, after my third year leading up to the end of the season, you know, he wasn't playing. You know, I, I let him know again, like, yeah, bro, I can't do it. And, you know, it's not really on Lamar. Like, I love Lamar. It was just, you know, it's just the system wasn't for me personally. You know, I love all my teammates. You know, I love the guys, but it was just, you know, something I had to think about for myself. And, you know, the, the Ravens, did, we both handled it the right way. You know, I didn't go out and make anything public. You know, I just kept it, kept it in house, kept working. And, you know, it all, it all worked out. So I don't know what, what, what Lamar's tweeting WTF about if this guy's been telling him for two years. I want out, bro. <laughs> but here's I can't crazy. do it, man. It's my this happiness. Is, this is what to me what was so intense. So you had you had I have the list here. You had in a span of like an hour, mm-hmm. Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams all get drafted. AJ Brown and Holly 
and Hollywood both get traded. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is the wide receiver draft. This is mm-hmm. it. This, this and then what you I... got at the same sorry, Brown, you at the no, same ahead. time, the man who's desperate for a new wide receiver is on Pat McAfee's show begging for one. Yeah, right. And the Packers draft two defenders. Yeah. In the but, first you round. know, it was it was a little surprising with Devontae. Um obviously when I made my decision, uh I was still thinking he was gonna come back. You know, I was I was very honest with him about my my plans and my future and where I saw you know my career going uh, as far as how many years I wanted to play but I, I felt like you know he was going to be back uh, didn't obviously turn out that way but I have so much mm. yeah Come so on, yeah and later on he said I thought the money we offered and playing with me yes right that's enough. how he said it right he didn't say he didn't say like he didn't say I thought I thought I thought us playing together would be a really great thing he said I thought the guess money not. we offered him and the opportunity to play with me. Guess not. Yeah. Guess he wanted to go. Man, oh, guess dude. he wanted to play with his friend. Dude, watching that whole interview because they drafted some linemen and he's just like, you could see they it in his face. One of the he's, Georgia kids. He's didn't saying they? one thing. He's mm. saying one thing, mm. and then he's visually saying another. <laughs> it was just like to me. Listen, maybe it's because I was stuck in traffic and anything would have entertained me at that point. Mm. I thought it was such an entertaining, especially right there in the middle, dude. When the receivers started getting taken, I was so entertained by the draft yesterday for the first time in a really long time. I, know I bail on the draft as soon as the Vikings pick, which is normally high. So, well, let me just say this uh, real quick before we hit this break, and we'll, we'll talk about a bunch of other stuff still to come because there was a moment in the draft where um, where Austin Eckler hit the stage. I want to talk about that for a second. Um, just a quick reminder to everybody: if you're thinking about anything in real estate this weekend, if you need some advice, if you want to go see some open houses. Call our man, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. You're looking to finance a house, refinance your current house. Um, you're going to try and buy a house, but you don't have the money for it right now, but you're going to have to sell your house. Maybe there's a bridge loan because Gary was talking about that earlier in the week. Lots of different options for you. Talk to him, 858-376-1299. It's Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299. Lots more to get to still from the draft. We haven't even talked any baseball yet, and we're setting you up for the weekend. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Hey, great friends. It is Friday afternoon here on Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We come to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Let me just say here on Friday to everybody that listens on 1090, we appreciate you guys all week long being with us. For everybody that watches on Cox Your View, Thank you so much for watching at night between 7 and 8 p.m. By the way, um, we do have now some Cox exclusive content. So stuff you don't hear on the radio, stuff you don't see on YouTube, stuff you don't hear on all the different audio podcast platforms. We do have now some Cox exclusive content, including this week, our visit with Landon Donovan from the San Diego Loyal, because a lot of the Loyal games are on Cox Your View. So Landon joined us and it's just TV content. So it's kind of our way of saying, hey, do us a favor, will you? Come over and watch a little bit of the TV show at night. I think you'll have a good time with us. You know who's confused by that? Tell me. The loyal. Oh, really? <laughs> Tell me what happened. <laughs> Their PR guy was like, so when this air? And I was like, I wish I knew. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I tried to explain it to him via text yeah. what we were doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and he was like, well, how long are the segments? And I told him, he's like, well, this one's like six minutes, five minutes. And he's like, I thought you, and I was just like, <laughs> well, I think confusion. Yeah. I think but, um, yeah. this is our first time kind of doing this. So our, our friends over at Cox said to us, they said, Hey dude, why don't we um, try and drive some people to the TV side of things 
by doing things that are only on TV. So Alex and I, when we, when the three of us hung out down at Petco park a couple weeks ago, we started like shooting stuff on the streets, like just what we call vlogging. Um, I don't know that it's an industry term. <laughs> I say we, like we in the biz, you know, it's called vlogging, you know? Mm. Um, Aren't you in the biz? I am, but I mean, it's, I think anybody can call That's it a vlogging. kid's game. Yeah. Right. So we were just like shooting original videos. Like, Hey, let's just put like five or 10 minutes of just nonsense on television, you know? And just, just real life stuff. And then they were like, yeah, why don't we also do an interview with like Landon Donovan? Yeah. Like, well, he's like, they're like, yeah, why don't we not do that? And yeah. do an interview with they're like, Landon you Donovan. guys are not that. Interesting or, at all. well, you know, it's like difficult when you've never done it is to narrate your life as you record it. Mm -hmm. See, y'all should have had me around seems. for that. I'd have knocked that out. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all should have came to the character, man. I'd have knocked that thing out for y'all. We'd have been solid. And they'd have been like, let's do that every week. Browner, you know what you should do? And I'm not even kidding, but you won't do it. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. Vlog your life for five minutes a day. People will be entertained. But that would mean. Yeah, we got it. We got to let life. us in. You got to let us in. You got to let us really in, Browner. Every First day, all, five minutes of the Browner life. Mm -hmm. On Kaplan and crew, right? You're That's what we California. call it. The Brown Life. What can Brown do for you? I can I can tell you right now, mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up because yeah, I, I knew I wasn't gonna give you extra work. Not right. gonna happen. But that would be a fantastic, be a nice reality promotional show. tool for right. your mayor. Campaign. I will listen if if Cox wants to um, pay me through my my agent. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Kaplan here. Mm -hmm. Want to discuss some form of uh, relationship for that? I I do that. Oh really? Okay. No, you Re wouldn't. Reality show about Browner's life. You guys don't. Yeah, even I understand. would do that. Listen, who would be the uh, who would be the editor though? Who would have to watch five minutes every day before it gets on TV? Because <laughs> right. who knows what you yeah. might say? Because if depending on what's happening in the news, that could be a very oh yeah one way this way, one way this way kind of vlog. Get swing anyway. Get yeah. swing anyway. Not dealing with any. I've any seen your Instagram stories yeah, sometimes. So yeah, well, nothing to do with all your political takes. Nah, nah I got to deal with you. I got to deal with your bad sports takes. I want it'll you. I want you family oriented. I want you at the park trying to play with your kid, and then all of a sudden you just like go off. Yeah. Because all the stuff that happens there. Right. What is this? <laughs> Clean this up. Look at this, mofo. <laughs> all right, let me Todd, do this. Todd, Todd, Todd. Todd, 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 Todd. All right, let me do this. Um, a couple last things here, and then um, we'll get to the highlight of the day. And then, like I said, LA Football Network. I didn't say it. LA Football Network is coming up because it's a football Friday here on 1090. LA Football Network at 5. Silver and Black tonight is at 6. So you got like a Rams-esque sort of show coming up at five you got the raiders stuff coming up at six and so uh is a two-hour block is the raiders show from the stage at the bellagio i believe i heard that's true yes i think cool. that's right yeah i mean i, I would tune in for that i think they're right on the stage that's right mm -hmm. so i saw at one point during the draft and i had the volume down i was on the air at the time but i i saw at one point in the draft tony gonzalez comes out and he's former Kansas city chief. And there was like a chiefs. I don't know if it was a fan or a yeah, season ticket holder. Okay. So there's this chiefs fan and there's Tony Gonzalez. And then there's Austin Eckler from the chargers. And another gentleman, I didn't, he was wearing a pair of shorts and a charger Jersey. I didn't know who he was. I mean, a season ticket holder. Okay. And Austin Eckler, he's pretty funny, man. We've got, we got to know him at the super bowl. And as much as I hate the Night chargers, crush. I do love Austin Eckler. He's cute. You know, and because uh, he's kind of small and bald and he's just he's such a great overachiever. And he was up on stage like jamming, like playing the air guitar. Did you guys see that? No, I heard it, but I didn't no. see it. Yeah. yeah. 
I couldn't tell what was going on though, but it seemed like they were making an announcement about, so let me understand if this is true. The Chiefs and the Chargers will play on the very first Thursday night football game on Amazon. Is that right? Amazon Prime, really? That is correct. So the reason it's week two, if everybody remembers, week one, the NFL openers on a Thursday. So that's normally on NBC, if I remember correctly. So the first ever Amazon Prime video game exclusively on Amazon Prime is Thursday Night Football week two, and it will be Chargers versus Chiefs. Don't know where, if it's in L.A. or Kansas City. Now, did I understand? Now, just from, with all the movement of all the broadcasters, Uncle Big Al, Al Michaels, went to Amazon, right? Yes, they said Tony Gonzalez will be part of the broadcast as well. Mm-hmm. I believe Kirk Herbstreet is the analyst. Mm-hmm. And didn't you say McAfee's got something down there? I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I heard not that sure somewhere. about that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. What but he's gonna wear a tank top. Oh, he did wear uh, his Canadian tuxedo last night for his draft special. So maybe that. Canadian tuxedo is a jean jacket the je- and pants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called that before. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was common. common Canadian knowledge. tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. Really? I don't know why it's called that, but I know it's called that. Yeah. I've never heard that. It's like an insult more than it is. A yeah. It doesn't sound like something. Oh, positive. You could pull off a Canadian tuxedo. It's not an insult. Um, so chargers and chiefs on September 15th on Thursday night football on Amazon prime. Should we be prepared to hear so many people fetch and complain Yes. But they don't have Amazon Prime Dude, and they, they don't you know already heard. I don't I well the Padres haven't played on it yet, but the fact that on Friday night mm-hmm. Apple TV has one baseball game. Yeah. And that's the only place you can watch that one baseball game. Which game? And there's a hunt it depends which one it is that week. I think the You Yankees, mean to tell me that Bally Sports won't have the Padres, but Apple TV will? If they play on a Friday, uh-huh. whoever is playing that game, whether it be the Padres versus the Dodgers or the Reds versus the Pirates. Whoever is playing that game on Apple TV, mm-hmm. it is exclusively on Apple TV, and MLB fans have lost their brains over it. Hmm. It's like, dude, you get 162 of them. You're going to complain about one? Hmm. Welcome yeah. to America. Well, but I mean, this Amazon so, Prime thing. Like, my point I, being I, that I, let like, me ask if you, people are complaining about one of 162, yeah. imagine how much complaints would be one of 17. Okay, but let me ask you guys this question. What's the last thing you've watched on Amazon Prime? I watched Meet Trolls World Tour this morning. <laughs> okay. Well, you got a little kid. Baby J, shout out. Mm-hmm. I actually, because I don't go to the movies as much as I used to, I watch most of my movies through Amazon Prime rental. Mm-hmm. But the last thing I watched was a Wayne Rooney documentary. I watched a show called Hannah. Hmm. The last thing I watched as an adult, Hannah. I also okay. watch a show. Man, what is it called? It's the like Bulls. Hard Knocks for Soccer, but it, it's oh, throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And I just watched El Hart Naco. I just watched Juventus this season, mm-hmm. uh, and this year Arsenal will be featured when that one comes out. I'm just trying to think. Um, okay, so Netflix check, yep. HBO Max check, yeah, Apple TV check. I, I'm willing to bet more people have Amazon Prime without even knowing it. Right. I'm just thinking is YouTube yes. TV check. Cox cable TV check. I mean, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. What's going on here? You know, you you, you thought becoming a cord cutter was going to save you a bunch no. of money no, and no. becoming a cord cutter has turned into a losing proposition. It was cheap. It was cheaper TV. for a while until all cable networks smartened up and started making their own. Yeah. It depends on how see, this, this is where I disagree with you. It depends on how you dissect it because mm-hmm. what do you really need? I've come to the conclusion. You don't need Hulu. 
Hulu doesn't have enough stuff on it. And if you don't use if it, if you're for a live cord TV, cutter, if you're a cord cutter, mm-hmm. Hulu has all those like CBS shows like weekly. So they air on TV and then they're on Hulu. Yeah, so but I, that's I, why I, I don't watch those. Yeah. Who watches those? You don't. Well, you don't eat salads, and nobody. Right. Therefore, nobody eats nine, salads. Dude, nobody eats nine salads. million nobody. people watch one one on Fox like that. That I mean, we don't, but nine people, people do. Watch what? Nine one one. Remember, I brought up about he was talking crap about Jamie Foxx and the Jeffersons, yeah, and Jamie I said Fox. I got twelve million viewers. Yeah, he's like, well, that's not that much, and I said, well, the most watched show in twenty twenty one non sports was nine one one with eight point five million viewers. Like mm-hmm. people watch the question. Stuff. I'm, the question I'm saying is, if you don't have Hulu, Hulu, uh, if you take out Hulu, but you still have YouTube TV, which is what I have, you have access to all those things. But Hulu is cheaper than YouTube TV, so some people may not have YouTube. It's Hulu. What I, listen, what I'm trying to get to is this, though. <laughs> but we have this tendency to go on these ridiculous tangents, and we're about to hand off the show here in about ten minutes. What I'm saying is this: I don't. I I must have Amazon Prime. Yes, you do. But I haven't watched it, but maybe once. And I what I mean it. by do you have Amazon Prime is do you order stuff on Amazon? Yeah, you can't get rid of it. Then what? Then you're good. No, no. Relax. What I'm what all I'm saying is is that I'm good. I know I don't currently use Amazon Prime for for streaming, but I know it's on the TVs. I right. mean, I see it. So I think that's what people fine. are confused about is that if you pay for Amazon Prime to yeah. ship stuff to your home, you have that it. means you have Prime Video. Yeah, and I don't know how many people know that. Well, but again, this is why I started the, the conversation was when will we start to hear people complain? They need to ask their wife or their already, girlfriend. We've already heard it. And yeah. I guarantee you it's going to get louder that week. Yeah. What do you this mean? It's the only one time people tune into NFL Network and it's not there. People tune into this Fox. This is the one time there. your girlfriend can help you with sports. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's ordered something from Amazon. Let's go, hey, I need your Amazon account. She's like, why? So I can watch football. And guess she'll roll her eyes and then she'll give it to you. Guess whose Amazon Prime video account I use. Who that? The fiancés. There you go. There you go. See? Guess whose YouTube TV account I use? Your girls. The girls. Right. Fellas, I'm trying to see fellas. I'm trying to help y'all communicate with y'all women. See nice of you. Communication is key to a solid relationship. Yeah, nice listen to Browner. He would know more than the, uh, either of us. I've, right. I've been in more relationships than, I don't know, the average group of people. <laughs> I don't know what that meant, but uh, it's true. Um, okay, listen. Let me do this. Let me get to the highlight of the day because... Um, I still really want to hype up and promote Browner's comedy show. And I don't want to be left with no time at the end of the show to give this thing its proper love. So Browner, you tell me, are you ready for the highlight of the day, man? Nope, but you can go ahead. Okay. You're we not about the smoke today. You're about, you're, you're about that smoke or you're not about that smoke. You we don't have, got that smoke. Today. You have the Sean McVay video. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. all that matters then. Yeah. Uh, right. You don't need an intro. I would just tell everybody that today and tomorrow, is the last day for the promo code 420. Mm-hmm. I have the promo code for Sunday. Should I say it? Because no. what if confuse people go to Tori Holistics on Sunday? You confuse people. Um, yeah, I think you'll confuse people also. So okay. why don't the we promo wait code Monday? is 420 this weekend at Tori Holistics? Spend $75 and you get 20% off. Yeah, listen, you got to spell out the word. So here's the thing I just want to let everybody know because there's going to be somebody out there who's going to go to Tori Holistics website. They're going to try and purchase online for delivery. They're going to get their promo code and they're going to write in the number 420. And it's like, no, 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 it's not 420. You got to write the word F-O-U-R-T-W-E-N-T-Y. Did I spell it right? Um, anyway, you got to write out the whole word 420. Okay. That's why I always tell people to go to kaplanandcrew.com mm-hmm. and click the Tori Holistics banner because the promo code is right there. 
So right. if you don't know about spelling or what it looks like or blah, 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 it's that's why I say it every single day. Yep. Go to kaplanandcrew.com, right. click the Tory Holistics banner. You'll save 20% when you spend $75 or more at Tory Holistics. Um, okay. Here is the highlight of the day, man. Watch what happens here when Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, and Les Snead, their general manager, are doing, Alex, some kind of like a press conference. Yeah, a, a wrap-up of the, ver- the first round of the draft. That they yeah. didn't have any picks. But the but the but the the picks are not all in. And so they're because watching. I think they're not picking. They're like, let's just call it the press conference. Let's just do this. Right. So, so we can go home. <laughs> but the, but New England is on the clock. Yeah. Okay. So the Patriots are on the clock. This is Sean McVay and Les Snead and their natural reaction. Oh, by the way, Scott. Yeah. Picks. So this is where it gets confusing. Picks mm-hmm. are in, but not announced yet on television. That's mm-hmm. why they were able to call the press conference. Right. So these guys, they see the Patriots pick. They they comment on it. And, uh, well, here, let, yeah. let's <laughs> let you listen and watch for yourself. Go ahead. Really, really? Just went. Oh, my UT Chattanooga to the first How round. Hey, where is – How about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104 hey. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's nice. I I thought to myself, whoa, the Patriots, this wasn't the Jaguars, you know, this this wasn't the lowly New York Jets. The Patriots took a player, and Sean McVay's natural reaction is, why did we waste our time watching him? (laughs) We thought he'd be available at 104. The Patriots drafted the dude at 29 in the first round, and McVay thought he'd be available at 104. With I think the way I received it was, that's a terrible pick yeah. by the Patriots. And it's it's not surprising right. when you realize that the Patriots suck at the first round if they even pick in it. Let me read you a list since 2013 of their first round picks. You ready? Yep. 2013. Nobody. 2014, <laughs> Dominic Easley. Who he 20, played for? 2015, Malcolm Brown. Both of them defensive tackles. 2016 and 17, no pick. 2018, they had two. Isaiah Ooh. Wynn and Sony Michelle. Okay. 2019, Nikhil Harry, who's one of the biggest busts of wide receiver in, a, in recent memory. Last year, nobody. I mean, 2020, nobody. And last year, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac, Mac Jones, Mac, like Mac, Mac Jones. like Mac, Mac Dowles, not Mac, Matt, Jones. not Matt Jones, right? Mac like Jones. Matthew, no, Mac, Mac Jones, Mac right. Jones, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. So, yeah, uh, I think people are surprised that that this dude went so high because there was, I guess, in the same position, mm-hmm. many people like there was way better players than this guy available. Yeah. But Sean McVay, wow, can you like, play it again and yeah. just look at Sean? Like, just look at Sean because when he laughs at the end. I, I, it looks like Browner roasting someone on stage with that laugh. Like, like <laughs> really, really just went. Oh my UT Chattanooga to the first how round. Hey, where is, how about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at one Oh four. Maybe. That's a joker oh, laugh right there, dude. That is also that is <laughs> also villain, not, that's a great villain laugh. That is such a shot at Bill Belichick, you know, yeah. like like hey, 
you know, last time, you know, Super Bowl, I just sat there all starstruck looking at you all fancy eyed and everything. And now I'm a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. And you know what? You're on your way down. I'm on my way up. Yeah, I got we'll Matt see. Stafford. Yeah. I'm unstoppable with Matt Stafford. We will see. Hey, guys, listen, um, we're getting ready to wrap things up. I do want to remind you of uh, one of our great sponsors that you probably should take a look at this weekend. Ride one up. Ride one up e-bikes. Ride one up co slash great friends. And when you buy, this is just today. I got this email today from Daniel Urbino who says, dude, listen, let's do this for a limited time when you purchase two bikes. Because when you buy an e-bike, you can't just buy one. You need one for you and your wife, one for you and your girlfriend, whatever. You need two so that you can have a partner to ride with. For a limited time, when you purchase two of the limited, which is the one you have, Browner, right? Right. Or the core five, either of those two models. We're going to give you a discount of another $150 on top of it when you buy them in pairs. And you got to understand the bike that Browner's riding, the limited, is already $200 off the retail price because of the spring sale that they're having right now. So you're going to take another $150 off, but you got to buy two. Now, that's a really amazing deal because you're going to want two of them. So rideoneup.co slash great friends. Use our promo code great friends. And now you're going to save an additional $150. You're going to need two. You might as well buy them in pairs. Rideoneup.co slash great friends. And I'll, I'll wait until Monday to tell you what we've got planned with Ride One Up so that for everybody that's asked about how can I test ride one, next Saturday, the 7th, next Saturday, we're going to be doing a full demo day with our, our, our clients, our friends at Ride One Up. Um, but before we get out of here, Brown, let's promote the show one more time, man. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, bring it. Bring your A game, Browner. Uh, I didn't know there was any other kind of game. So it's the only game I got. So please be prepared to see the see the jokes, see the see the written jokes, the jokes that have been written on paper and okay. recited. The written jokes. These are the written jokes. I wonder who from the YouTube chat is coming. Joe Rigby was so great to be there last Wednesday. Shout out to you. my dog Rigby. I hope Joe comes on Saturday night if he can make it. Um, I wonder if like Rusty Bones is coming. I know Neil lives up in Simi Valley, so he's probably gonna have a hard time getting down here. Um, I just really hope to see a lot of great friends, you know, uh, I know Escondido, like, you know, if you live down in the South Bay schlepping up to Escondido, it's a long drive, but, um, I'm telling you, it's a fun town. If you don't know Escondido, it's a good town. It would be probably better for Browner. If there's not a lot of people that know him to get a real idea of how funny he is. Right. <laughs> I feel like their right. great friends go and are going to laugh because they know who he is and they get it. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. And but if there's like, if it's like Scott and like two other great friends and it's just a room full of people that don't know who he is, yeah. that's a solid test for you, bud. Yeah. I know my man Avery Martinez is coming down from Temecula for the show. Check so, it out. Yeah. It's going to be great. All right, Browner, good luck. Hey, listen, um, radio listeners, we're about to peace out. We're handing it off to Football Friday. LA Football Network with Ryan Dyrud is coming up. Then Scott Gilbranson, San Diego's own. Has Silver and Black tonight, all Raiders radio show coming up um, at 6 o'clock. So let's do this. 1090 listeners, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you up at Grand Comedy Club tomorrow night. Peace out, 1090 listeners. Everybody else, all the podcast viewers and listeners, we got a separate ending for you guys. Peace out, 1090 listeners.